It's Coffee Club time! Welcome to the Wednesday Morning Coffee Club with your host, Bill Sparks. The panel members are Dave and Chris Freaker, Bill and Jenny Sparks, Tim Oney, and Jeff Bennett. For the next two hours, Bill will be taking your calls. We'll have lots of conversation, demonstrations of products, and much more. You may reach us by calling 646-876-9923. Follow the automated prompts. When you're asked for a meeting ID, enter 287-723-4600. When you're asked for a user ID, just press pound. You may also join us by downloading Zoom for your Android or iOS devices from the Play Store or the App Store. And now, ladies and gentlemen, here's your host, Bill Sparks. Well, a very good morning to you. Uh, It's a Wednesday morning, Thanksgiving Eve, and we're very thankful you're here listening. We really, really, really appreciate it because without you, we're automation. And you don't want to hear that all the time, do you? Of course not. So that's one of the things we're going to be talking about some of the things that you are thankful for at Thanksgiving and how you're spending your holiday. And I'm telling you, one way you can spend your holiday tomorrow, this is 10 a.m. Eastern for two hours tomorrow. We're going to do, we've done this before. We did it a couple of years ago. We're going to do an annual um, Thanksgiving program. So it's me and a few other people, and you can call in and talk to us and we'll play requests and just have a good time for two hours. Cause there's a lot of people out there who don't have any place to go on Thanksgiving day and just to hear voices and to be talk to people. So that's our purpose in tomorrow to do that. So we'll be doing that for 
two hours tomorrow. One other subtle change you'll notice on the legend. Maybe you'll like it, maybe you won't, but I get a lot of positive feedback. So overnights are changing on the legend beginning at 10 o'clock all night. You will hear the best first generation rock and roll you've ever heard. Late 50s, early 60s, music all night long and on the weekends too. So um, you're going to hear more of that music on The Legend. We're going back to the way The Legend sounded. Not that we won't play our 70s and stuff during the day, but um, that's what we're going to be doing. Had a pretty busy week. Um, One of the things I'll be doing today, it looks like, is making a trip across town and going to one of Tim's favorite places called the Micro Center. And though I've got this computer pretty well tamed down, I know we need just a little bit more. So we're going to add a new machine to the Legend lineup so that we can better do shows on and I can um, have some internal sound cards and some things that we're used to. So we're looking forward to that, but they have to custom build it for me. You can't buy those off the shelf at the computer store per se, usually. I better not say you can't do something because then you can. So let's see. And tomorrow, as it stands, Jenny and I are going with Jackie to visit her sister for some few hours, and we're going to have Thanksgiving dinner and come back home and maybe watch some football. Just relax and have a good time. And we'll start the process on the the new Legend Anchor, so I call it. So we'll be doing that and just trying to have a relaxful weekend. And I think Jenny's going to take a trip to her mom and dad's over the weekend. So she'll be gone two or three days. So um, a lot to do, a lot to be thankful for this year as just always there just always is. It's too bad I can't see the kids, but, you know, they have their lives and they're busy and you know how that goes. All right, Jenny, I'm going to turn it over to you. Well, you must have ESP or something. I have no idea if I'm going to be going anywhere. That's a whole other story for not for this show. But anyway, it's been a quiet week. I feel like I'm in retirement or something, the company that I do my billing for changed their up supposedly updated and, and revamped their bill payment system, and I haven't received anything from them since then. So it's been a month. So who knows? They haven't sent me retirement papers yet, and it's been 30-some years I've done this for them, so who knows what that's all about. So yes, I'm having going through some changes this month, so but it's all good. So anything else going on? No, I'm just watching you rebuild another computer. <laughs> I'm not so thrilled with that. But every time you build one, if you build them closer together, um, that that really makes it a little easier on the second one because then you remember what you're supposed to do. And you can do it. Now, if you wait 10 years, like we had to wait the first time, you know, we've not had to make many changes at all. And at some point in December, the legend will go Christmas, of course, but you don't need to rush things real quick. But 
we'll be doing that. So, all right, well, let's turn it over to Jeff and see what Jeff's got going on. Well, I'm always thankful for the fact that I'm alive every year. Thanks to being time, I'm here to celebrate it. And this year, like we did last year, my sister and her brother and her husband and her son are coming up to visit my nephew. And we're going to go out to dinner for Thanksgiving. Uh, we're going to go for Italian food at a place called Buca de Peppa. It's, in a, it's at a family restaurant. We always have a good time, and it's going to be a nice time getting together with the family. So and that's what fan Thanksgiving is all about anyway. What was the name of that place again, Jeffrey? Buco di Peppa. You never heard of it? No. It, <laughs> I it, can't even say it. <laughs> it's, it's, they're good. They're pretty good. Go ahead, Bill. I said it's a chain. Yeah, it is a chain. Um, wow. Maybe not. Right. Over, I wonder if it's around here anywhere. It probably it's, is. I'm not sure. They're, they 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 everything is served family style. So uh, they like if you want uh, veal parmesan or chicken parmesan or whatever they sell. Um, they, they give you platters and you serve yourselves. And they also have a tur- they also have the turkey and all the trimmings. But we I'm not a big turkey person, and neither are my, neither is my sister, and that neither is the family. So we're gonna have Italian food for Thanksgiving, and why not? Why not make it just a little bit different? I think I'd like prime rib, though. Yeah, uh, I like that, too. Jackie's baking a ham and cooking a turkey, so we ought to have enough to survive on. I bet Nugs is just licking her chops, knowing what's coming. So we'll see what that 25-pound turkey does. Is that how big that turkey is, Jenny? I think so. I think she said it was 25 pounds. That's for nubs alone, isn't it? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> is Jackie is she a pretty good cook? I mean, I don't I don't know anything about her. So does she does she do a pretty good job in the kitchen? Or oh, never mind. I shouldn't ask uh, that question. Yeah, I would say consider. You know, I would say yeah. Kids. You know, she's like everybody else. They have their specialty or their thing that they're really good at. But I have to give her E for effort. My specialty is just to eat the food that's put in front of me. <laughs> that's a pretty big turkey. I mean, I could just imagine how long, a, or yeah, like how long a 25-pound turkey would take to smoke. I mean, like if you get your average turkey, that takes like right around eight hours or so. Yeah. You know, but 25 pounds, it started the day before, maybe. So she's gonna. You guys are gonna bring that stuff with you to her sister's house tomorrow, then. Uh, not the turkey. She's already got turkey. So, uh, but we are taking the ham. I bought a ham, and taking two pies: a pecan and a pumpkin pie. So, and she already has an apple pie. So, there's plenty of food. Tim, what do you got going on for tomorrow? I know no show, but what do you have going on for tomorrow? Well, we're having regular turkey dinner, and it's going to be nice. I'm I'm taking the day off from the legend, uh, <laughs> and uh, um, let's see what else. Um, Friday we'll put up the tree. Yeah, Friday we get to put up the Christmas tree and all that fun stuff. You're gonna and, and, and Tim's gonna do all the work putting it up and decor, decorating it. Is that what you're gonna do? No, Tim? no, I don't do any decorating. I just bring it up from the basement. I That's see. my job. You want Friday off? <laughs> no, no, I'm gonna work Friday. So you'll be working around the Christmas tree instead of rocking around the Christmas tree. Yeah, that's it. There you go. I might play that song even. Oh, and today (laughs) on my show, I'm going to be playing Alice's Restaurant. I was just going to ask you that question. Uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is Alice's Restaurant. Yeah. Next week, you can play Redneck Christmas. So who knows? (laughs) 
<laughs> no, Tim can play um, his all-time favorite Christmas collection of Bob Dylan. <laughs> I, I like some of that. I know, that's why I'm picking on you, because you said you like Bob Dylan. I think you should play the Dr. Demento Christmas album, uh, Bummed Out Christmas, uh, uh, Christmas in Jail. Um, what's, what, I'm trying to think of some, some. Somebody Stole My Santa Claus Suit was another one. They, those are the two that I remember. There were a few I others. I actually like Christmas in Jail. I do, too. And then uh, Santa Claus got drunk got drunk last night by... Uh, Christmas in Jail? Yeah, Laura, that's Christmas in Jail was the name of the song by the Youngsters. A great I was thinking George Strait or somebody did a version of that too. Christmas in jail. Christmas yeah. in jail. That's the song, right, Tim? You remember that song? Yeah. We'll play that tomorrow. Yep. But I don't know. We'll we'll just wait and see on that. All right. Um Ed, what are you doing for Thanksgiving? What's going on with Ed? Um, actually we're going to have because my wife doesn't really well, neither one of us really care for the whole turkey and we can't see buying a whole turkey just for ourselves. So um, I purchased some turkey, smoked turkey legs, and I'm going to do them up tomorrow and then uh, make homemade mashed potatoes and stuffing, sweet potatoes. And she doesn't like sweet potatoes. So I do. So I'll make up sweet potatoes and, um, oh, pumpkin pie. I'm going to make a pumpkin pie. And then I also made up, I call it my fall dip. And it involves uh, a container of whipped cream, vanilla pudding mix, and some pumpkin pie spice and actual can of pumpkin. Sounds good. Do you guys, can I ask a question of the panel, Bill? Let's see what happens here. Do you guys, are there, I know everyone watches the day of the Thanksgiving Day, the Macy's Day Parade, and of course, uh, CBS always carries parades from all over the country for Thanksgiving. But in New York City, when I grew up, there was always a, a certain movie that always ran on Thanksgiving Day, and that was the original March of the Wooden Soldier starring Laurel and Hardy from 1934. Always that every year, and Channel 11 in New York City does it every year, year after year after year since the day I was since I was a little kid. So do any of your TV stations that you guys know of do anything special for Thanksgiving besides the the usual stuff? Um, I guess I can answer that really quick. Um, Not that I know of. I mean, you know, the ones like here in Columbus anyway, they usually play the parades and then they'll do, um, uh, um, you know, like the uh, football and all that stuff. But I remember growing up, you know, on Thanksgiving Day, they always played uh, Chitty Chitty Bang Bang and, um, oh, what's the other one? There was Chitty Chitty Bang Oh, Charlotte's Web. You know, they always played those, and I always watched them. So I always try to make a point of watching them. And then, of course, Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. I like Charlotte's Web. That uh, has some nice people, famous people doing voices. Debbie Reynolds, All of course. Lynn, the rat. That was my Lynn. favorite. <laughs> Templeton, Templeton, yes. Templeton, Templeton. yes. Yeah, Paul Lynn. Very, very. I'm I ready. like that. Go ahead, Bill. I said I'm ready for the football games. Um, but, hey, you know, that's a tradition in New York. That's great. But I'm ready for the football games, Jeff. Now, I don't even know, but I always know that the Detroit Lions always play on Thanksgiving Day. But I don't I don't know who they're playing. Mm-hmm. So maybe you guys know who they're playing. But I know that they always play football on Thanksgiving Day. And that's the, that's the extent of the sports that I know. It, it doesn't happen here on Thanksgiving Day. But the day after Thanksgiving, they always have a... Uh, televised the lighting of Monument Circle and they string all these Christmas tree lights up and they have a, a show and everything and they pick a little a young kid to flip the switch and turn on, they call it the Christmas tree. 
and light up all of the lights. So I, I would like going to those in person too. Those are it's you know th that's really fun just to go like even if it's in a small town where they have the lighting of the Christmas tree. It's always neat to kind of get you in the holiday spirit. Do you watch the dog show that's always on after the Macy's Day Parade at all, Ed? I know they're going to have that big dog show on this year, like they do every year. From uh, well, it's already it's already over with it. That's pre-recorded. No, I I I don't even watch dog shows at all. Oh, we used to watch it lots of times on Thanksgiving night when I was growing up. I'm a cat person through and through. Yeah. <laughs> but it's interesting all those dogs and the breeds and what the breeds are known for for. Give Jeff a pit bull. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> oh, come on, Jeff. Yeah, Jeff. Let's see. But other than that, um, just a few quick things in tech that we cover, and then we'll open up the phone lines and we'll talk mm -hmm. and talk and talk. I um, I've been noticing a few updates on what is that one Envision, but it doesn't dent the surface for me. The CNAI has been a lot of help to me. The uh, Be My Eyes at Christmas time has really been a lot of help to me. Jeff, what's working for you these days? I use both Be My Eyes and I use Seeing AI. I, I have Envision. I don't use it that much. It's not as good as it used to be. Super Sense isn't as good as it used to be. Mm -hmm. uh, I find that Seeing AI really, really hits the spot, I will tell you. And Tim, you are so right. I took a soda bottle of... of uh, I have polar seltzer, and I have different flavors. I have vanilla, and I have cherry, and I have uh, mandarin orange and lemon. And I could sit there and tip the bottle and put it on its side, cap, make sure that cap is securely tightened down, of course, and <laughs> you know, I get soda all over the place. And it could actually read, and I've never been able to do that before, but seeing AI could actually read what the flavor of the soda was, what what the what was what was made from, what the what the ingredients were, and that was pretty good. I was very very impressed. There's a lot of, um, but those are pretty good. And of course, there's always Lookout, but there's just seeing AI and Lookout are so far above the field as far as phones are concerned. I'm not talking about the glasses because I don't know about those, but they're just so far in a way advanced to those things. And, you know, everywhere you go, AI and there's big AI shakeups where they, Took the president, they, the board fired the guy, the CEO of the AI company. And Mike, he's back now. Is he back? They fired. The, they got rid of the board and they put a whole new board. And they, they, they. He's back with all the employees that were going to resign, and they're back. They're, they're, he's back again, running the company. That just came out this morning. Yeah. Well, I'm envious of Tim because I really want to decorate a tree, but and I forgot to mention that our house is up on the market now, so. We're kind of worried whether we should put up a tree or not for fear what if it sells, but it'll still be 30 days. So we might be able to squeak a tree in and put it out. Maybe they would tell you to do that to make it look out. Yeah, you're off, you're off mic, Tim. Try it again. Well. Oh, I was just saying maybe they would tell you to do that to make it look homey. Yeah, they might. They might. I mean, I, I, we probably will at least put up a tree because I said we got to have something. I got, you know, I can't go Christmas without a tree. Well, I guess it also depends upon, you know, the market, your asking price. It depends upon 
so many different things as to how quickly, how good your realtor is, how quickly that home is going to sell. There was a time a year or two ago that would have been up a day or two, maybe, and it would have been sold and you would have gotten more than even the value of it. Our neighbor just sold his house uh, in a day, which was amazing. And our house is you know, a little bit bigger, and it also has, like, more newer stuff like the deck and stuff. So we're kind of hoping that, you know, this will go, you know, pretty quick. Have you talked to the realtor about about what, what how it's been appraised and all the other stuff that goes along with selling the house? Oh, yeah. Yeah, she's she's a really good uh, – she's a really good realtor. And uh, they even uh, – because, see, we have an unfinished basement. Even when we bought it, it was unfinished. And she has a photographer, and they used, uh, I guess, AI to um, – do you know she took some pictures of or they took some pictures of the basement and then they altered it to make it what it would look like if it was finished and they that, put that up there too so that, that's, now that's way cool that's right that's way cool i, I like that you know, yeah but in your realtor sells your house a lot of times based upon their personality their contacts how well they sell your house i know when we moved into this condo uh nothing frustrated this realtor she went right ahead and got our house sold even though she had to overcome obstacles from people you know and she still did and still got us a profit off of the house so she she was a very very good realtor at the closing so having a good realtor is really 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 important it's just whenever you sell a house i hope and I hope I do the same thing that you can go forward instead of go backwards. In other words, you don't want to lose money on your purchase just to move. Hopefully. No, no, we should, we should hopefully be okay. And I was going to tell you too, speaking of AI, I, <clears throat> I downloaded this app. I cannot remember the name of it. I'd have to look it up, but um, say like if we were looking at an, another house, I could use this and, and determine what that house would look like with our furniture. Right. And so, you know, that's a lot of it, but, you know, to meet your needs and what you want as we get older, things change and you might not need this, this, that. And in the case of Jenny and I, I don't mind going up and down these stairs every day, but I really prefer one floor. Like That's in- what we do. That's what we want is just because – where our washer and dryer is in the basement, you know, like I said before, my wife is only five foot one and she can't reach in the bottom of the uh, washer because it's up on a slab, you know, a cement slab. So obviously she can't reach down there. So, you know, she's and she can't really maneuver the steps too well. So we're definitely going to look for you know, like uh, an all one floor plan. Yeah, definitely, definitely, definitely. Well, you know, speaking of plans, we've probably got some people in the room that might want to talk to us. I don't know. Uh, uh, I, I uh, uh, yeah, it's, it's Joe like, is the first one here, so we'll uh, see if he will unmute himself as soon as I hit the hit the switch here. There we go. Oh, the, oh, there he is. Go okay. ahead, Joe. You're unmuted. You're unmuted. Go ahead. Thank you very much. From coast to coast and around the world here on the Worldwide Legend, using my announcing skills and radio voice, 
Anyway, here in Albuquerque, New Mexico, 36 degrees up to 56, down to 33 tonight. And I couldn't help but burst in song, working around the Christmas tree. What a happy, happy time. (laughs) (laughs) And we've been invited tomorrow morning at church, a breakfast Thanksgiving. So I'm sure it'll be a great big brick brick all Possibly. Will it be all we can eat and can have and more till we're full and busted? Who knows? But anyway. uh, And what are you doing for dinner for Thanksgiving? We don't. We We haven't gotten that far. We haven't got that far. (laughs) No, actually, I think we're, I will probably order something in and have it, have it delivered. We Bob Evans is really good at, you know, if you have a Bob Evans you can order from, they have really good Thanksgiving. Well, we have we we order from go 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 grandparents and they they tell us what 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 is open at that time and what we can um, what we can what we can find yeah great big and it doesn't it doesn't cost an arm and a leg so and it doesn't take two hours either last we did that last year in the morning it took within half an hour she was here with Thanksgiving goodies so. Um, now, Joe, when you do that, do you order enough to have leftovers? Because there is nothing like on a Friday having Thanksgiving leftovers. There, there usually, there, there usually are some. Yes, oh yeah, at least a little bit. Yeah, a, a, a little bit of leftovers. So, it, it, well, what do you guys thankful for for Thanksgiving? Because that's that's one of the things that Bill and I were talking about. What do you? Oh yeah, okay. For? I I am thankful for many things, and one thing in this long, long process of this book going from oh. you know, publishing to major publishing, its editing has begun. It's part of Riverhead Books, which is part of Pingram Random House. So it's 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 been a, a slow process with with an agent and all that good stuff. And uh, and I'm also thankful for part of the contract that I signed is a great big advance royalty. So uh, it's, it it'll be here sometime. I'm going to write to my editor ahead and say, hey, what, for Christmas, when is it? No. Anyway, <laughs> I, I, I'm sure because of this, the side contact and, and the reliability of it and all, all of that good stuff. And uh, a- anyway, uh, today at, at 12 noon on WAMU, and you go to WAMU.org, uh, NPR in Washington, D.C., there's going to be an hour-long interview with Rosalind Carter, and as we all know, she passed on 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 Sunday. So somehow from their archives, this this will be interesting to hear. All right, very so, good. Thank you, guys. Hey, don't, uh, oh, don't go ahead. Go, me. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Ellen. <laughs> go ahead, Ellen. No, I'm sorry. I was going to say, as far as um, going out, you know, we're going to breakfast anyway. Um, like, yeah, a friend of couple uh people that we know from our church is going to pick us up since there's no transportation on major holidays which so i've I, i've been transacting that through uh email and stuff like that and so and then we uh but yeah if it's, it's going to happen then uh but we, you know we're going to have a nice day oh yeah a great a great day so, Joe, all you want for Christmas are your two royalty checks. That's it. Yeah. And, and it's actually three. Oh, yeah, okay. So, well, I was just, you know, trying to help yeah, you out that, there. That, that, that's no, okay that's good. No, that, that is good. I, I, I actually like that. So <laughs> That was good, Ed, really. It, it, it was great. Applause. <laughs> well, sounds good, Joe. 
That uh, sounds good. The sound, the audio muted the pause. So. Oh, well. <laughs> oh, well. Just imagine it, Bill. Yeah, just 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 have a wonderful day tomorrow or today, any day. We usually do. And the only thing that's going on today is um, i got to go to the pharmacy and go get a prescription. But after that, you know. No football for either one of you two? Oh, for me, I'm the football fan around here. And I'm probably going to take in the Dallas game. But well, then uh, Jeff brought up about uh, local channels doing certain movies or whatever for Thanksgiving. Yeah, no, I haven't. I haven't checked in to see. I usually check in to see what Turner Classic movie is doing, and then uh, on a Hallmark Channel, they have Christmas movies that started earlier this month, one after the other. And, and the great thing on the Hallmark Channel. They are all audio described, but I haven't I haven't checked it for today Valley. today or tomorrow. Well, they were doing those before Halloween. Yeah, they <laughs> so. were. Yeah, they were. You're right. <laughs> That's true. All right, Joe. I'll, um, I'll guess my favorite Christmas movie, and I have to say I love it. It's it's and not the they made it. They've made a different versions of this movie, but I like the original 1947 movie Miracle on 34th Street, starring yeah. Natalie Wood, Jonathan Payne, Maureen O'Hara. Uh, I love that one too. That is a good one. One of my favorite movies, 1947, was the year it came out. That was about a about ten years after you were born, right, Jeff? That's right. You got it. And I always like the Twilight Zone one too. Uh, well, if you want to, uh, the Christmas one for Twilight Zone. Is that the one with the 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 toys in the garbage thing? I forgot there, there was an old episode about the Christmas in the Twilight Zone. So you have to. I I don't remember that. I do remember it vaguely, uh, Ed. Oh, well, I guess we'll move on. All right. Anyone else want to raise their hands and uh, participate in the discussion? We we, we are all waiting for hand raisers. We usually. There's one. It's uh, 772. So we're going to ask you to unmute, Bill. Go ahead. Yeah, I couldn't let you go without talking to somebody, Joe. You're so kind, Bill. Go ahead. You guys run out of conversation if I don't get in here. Uh, <laughs> well, let's see, it's about 30-some 30, 30 degrees here. But anyways, I'm not sure what I'm doing tomorrow yet. I'll find out later today. Maybe going out to the grandson's house or my daughter and I may say Thanksgiving here. And we're not really, we're not fixing a turkey this year. If we stay here, we're having, I don't know what we're having yet. we got a few things in the freezer I can take down. May just have a may just have a steak and make some, I've got, I've got to grind cranberries after a while and make cranberry relish. You know what that is where you... Fry the cranberries up and orange oranges and all that stuff and mix it and put nuts in it. I love that stuff. Oh, the last time I had that was when I when my mom made it when I was in nursery school. Oh man, I make it every year. I make it all the time. That used to be a staple when I was a kid. And Thanksgiving when I was a kid, we used to always go to my grandparents' house, my mother's side, and there'd at least be thirty or forty of it, depending who who could come in. All the ones local family would all be there and. Of course, I had one one aunt that she had five kids, so she had seven people right there. And we'd all, my grandmother would always fix the turkey every year, and she would, that was her thing. I will make the turkey, I will make the pumpkin pie, and she did all that in an old, old coal wood burning cook stove. She had, when I was a kid, they had no electricity in their house, and everything was done by coal wood burning and all that stuff. Kerosene lamps at night, you'd light the kerosene lamp. Sit around and tell grandma tell stories or grandpa would read stories or 
sing songs. I mean, it was just a big family thing. Of course, and early in the morning, the kids that were old enough, you had to be at least 11 years old to go with them. You'd go out with the uncles and not go rabbit hunting. As we lived in the farms, you got all kinds of, you'd go out and walk maybe 100 acres that day and hunting for rabbits. Maybe you get one, maybe you wouldn't see any. It's wabbits. That, <laughs> you know, and as far as, yeah, wabbits, right. As far <laughs> as movies, uh, I like the, well, I always liked the Christmas Carol with Scrooge. Always, always like those. Which oh, version? They made the, about the, the, 50 the, of them. The best version. Yeah, I, know. I, my, I, like, I like the one. The one I like the best is, um, well, the newest one is, uh, was it Alistair Cook? You know, that's that's the one. I like that one better, but. Uh, yes, the 1951 with there's the 1951 with Alistair Sim. That's the that was my favorite one. Yeah, George that, that was, a, yeah, that was one a good one too. 51, yeah, that that was a good one. Yeah. But no, as far as uh, and Christmas, I don't know if I'm putting up a tree this year or not. We really haven't. It's just uh, a lot of work. I got to move furniture and that, and we got a small tree. We just sit on the table usually. And but otherwise, that's pretty much what I'll be doing for Thanksgiving. Of course, last night we went to the opera. Oh, an opera called Julia. It was, it was a, a weird one. <laughs> I was now, my mom... Looked at, go right? ahead. I, I was no, just going to say, my mom used to make this holiday concoction. Uh, it involved cinnamon sticks, I think orange peels or something, and some other spices. She'd put them all in a pan and bring them to a boil, and then she'd walk around the house with it and make the whole house smell good. Oh, yeah, I know. I know what you're talking about, yeah, right. Yeah, like I, I forget how I forget what all the ingredients are, but I've heard of that one too. Yeah, I've heard of that one. But no, as far as so my and of course I never saw football until 1951 on TV. I, my first TV set I ever saw was 1951, and would you believe of all places I saw my first television was at ISB, the Indiana School for the Blind. They had one in their big living room. That was the first TV I ever saw. Because of course, TV. TV in my area where I lived, you couldn't get it unless uh, you put up a big antenna because, see, Fort Wayne had no TV station. The nearest station to you was Indianapolis or South Bend, and they're almost over 100 miles away. And we get, I can remember in 1955, I helped a guy put up an antenna on his roof so he could get TV in the farmhouse next to it. And I went down and helped my brother and I. And few other we helped him put it up. The TV was a hundred feet above the top of his roof. He put it on his roof and he put a tower on top. It was a hundred feet on top of his roof just to get South Bend in Indianapolis, in 1955. Of course, the big game around here isn't really tomorrow. It's Saturday, and that's Ohio State versus Michigan. And of course, I'm not rooting for Ohio State, so I'm a traitor. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, I can remember when on Thanksgiving Day, the football. I remember when I back in the later 50s, uh, maybe before that, but the Thanksgiving game day for football on Thanksgiving Day was the Chicago Bears and Detroit Lions. Oh, yeah. That was a standard game every year. They played that every year. Now they don't do that anymore, but that was, of course, the NFL, and the, there was no AFL then, and the NFL wasn't that big. You know, what you have about six teams or seven teams back then in the NFL? I mean, you had the Bears, the Detroit, the Cincinnati, uh, New York Giants. Uh, who else was it? There weren't many. There weren't many NFL teams around because if you don't remember, in the it wasn't until in the 1960s when the Dodgers moved out of New York, went to L.A. for baseball. Because there was no there were no teams west of the Mississippi River back then, no pro teams whatsoever of any kind. The only nearest pro team west of Mississippi we used to sell it was 
they they cheated and just crossed over a little bit was the St. Louis team, but they were they were St. Louis is you know right on the river, but yeah you know, there were no there were no teams on the West Coast. So the Dodgers went out there. I forget what year they moved out there. It was in the I know it was in the early '60s when they moved. Fifty-eight. LA. What 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 year was it? Yeah, fifty-eight. Oh, was it fifty-eight? Okay, I thought it was later than that. I forgot. I forgot when they moved. I know they moved, but I forgot when it was. But. But, you know, I kind of miss those old days when, when you had antenna because I remember, you know, like we would have one of those rotating boxes, you know, like where you'd switch the thing to, you know, to move the antenna so you could pick up like Toledo or Columbus, you know, depending upon how, you know, because we lived right in the middle. And then a lot of times I remember when it would get real cold, you know, of course it wouldn't turn. And my mom said, well, we're just stuck watching Cleveland for a while. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> You know, so, I mean, I don't know. I kind of miss those good old days and, like, uh, watching TV and then you fall asleep and you wake up to the Star Spangled Banner. Yeah, right. Yeah, that's <laughs> right. They didn't broadcast 24 hours a day back then. Yeah, exactly. Uh, that's, I wish they'd go back to that. <laughs> but, oh, well. That's not going to happen, unfortunately. No, 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 I know. No, 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 no. Not going to happen. But, but anyway, and we're supposed to get snow here Sunday, is what they're saying. Keep it where you are, Phil, please. Well, no, they're supposed to have two feet of snow in, in New England states this weekend. They predicted that, possibly two feet. Well, maybe. So it's probably going to come across. You may get a little bit. You never, yeah, we you may not know. get it because if it comes up the East Coast, we may not get it. We're not on the coast. Right. So that, that, yeah, you're that, not on the coast. Right, right, right. But, well, I'll send you some of ours. Yeah, well, I'll send you some too, Jeff, if we get it. Yeah. No, <laughs> you guys can keep it. Keep that's all like, the snow. Well, that, yeah, well that, that's like a friend of mine. He goes every, every year to uh, Florida, and they left, what was it, the first Friday in, in – uh, in November, they drove off, drove to Florida, and well, Bill, no, Gene, you know, Gene, Rick, yeah. okay. Well, anyways, I was kidding him because we had, they had four inches of snow in Highland, Indiana, where he lives, on Halloween, and I said, well, Mother Nature wanted to make sure you didn't miss snow before you went to Florida. The only white stuff I want to see in the winter is sand. Oh, it's sand, <laughs> Well, when you go down to Florida, you will if you go to the beach. Yeah. Right, 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 right. But no, truth, truthfully, you could have Florida. I just never cared much for Florida. Oh, I love never it down there. I, I love could, it. I, I like I like the Southwest. If I if I was ever moving to want to go to warmer climate, I'd go Southwest. Well, Maybe you could talk to Scott thong. about that. Yeah. It's not real warm where Joe is today. No, it's not real warm. But well, if you get down farther south, who's he? He's now, but you get down near Phoenix and Tucson and yeah, over in that area, it, 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 it's a lot warmer because I remember, um, oh, I forget what year it was, the wife and I and my daughter, we went to, uh, we, we drove to uh, Tucson because my wife had a cousin lives there, and we drove down to see her, and it was just happened to be, it was in January, it just happened to be the weekend that Arizona recognized Martin Luther King Day. And I guess it was February, but anyways, we were down there, and and it was 72 degrees because she told us if we wanted to visit with her, we'd have to walk in the parade. So we we walked around the parade. It was about a mile long. Well, anyways, we we get in the parade. Everybody's got jackets on or sweaters. I'm walking around in a short sleeve shirt. It was 75 degrees. They were freezing. <laughs> they they were just... cold. They had, they had to put a jacket on or a sweater, right? Right. 
Well, that's because your blood is thinner down there. If if it's colder, you got, you don't get used to it. I remember coming oh, back. Yeah, right. I remember coming back to New York City from Florida, and it was really nice. It was at Christmas time. We were in Florida, and I'm on the beach in Fort Lauderdale, and I'm sitting there. I'm in the lounge chair. I'm, I'm drinking a pina colada with some whatever mixed drink it was, and I'm sitting there, and the station is playing Frosty the Snowman. Meanwhile, it's 85 degrees out. <laughs> Yeah, but Jeff, would you like Arizona, you know, like this past year when it was like 120 degrees there for a few days? Um, I, w- I was in Arizona, and I was at the Grand Canyon and uh, hiked down part of the Grand Canyon. It was very hot, but you don't notice it as much because it's not humid, but but it's hot. I'll tell you, it gets hot there. Yeah, you, you've yeah, got to be very careful down there. Um, I like the warm weather. I don't care. I I don't like cold weather at all. And I think Jenny likes that too. She doesn't like cold weather either. No. You ever been to Santa? You ever been to Santa Fe, Jeff? Uh, only when we went across the United States back in 1968. But uh, not we just passed through it. We didn't really stop. But uh, yes, I have been through that area. That's 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 a that's a nice area out there too. Something about Santa Fe. It's a you get a whole different feeling when you're there for some reason. We we spent two days there, and I mean it was really. It's like, I don't know. Well, I yeah, think the, a, lot of, a lot of old history in through there, you know. So. Yeah. I think the neatest picture I ever saw of the Grand Canyon was, uh, it was a few years ago, and there was this cloud bank that formed over the Grand Canyon. If you were on top, you couldn't see down at all into right. the Grand Canyon. Right, right, yeah. I think that'd yeah, be I've so been, I've been to both ends of the Grand Canyon, the North Rim and the South Rim. The North Rim, you'd swear you're in Upper Michigan or in Wisconsin. It's all pine trees and wood. The North Rim, South Rim's all desert, right? I would have preferred if we, if if if, if when I was going when I was going to this camp and we went to the Grand Canyon, I would have preferred if they would have rented the mules and we could have taken the mule up and down the canyon. But they didn't want to do that. We had to walk this thing called the Hermit Trail. And it's oh, great. Yeah, it's, I great down it, it's great yeah. going down, but coming up, it's really tough. I got to tell you. They wants to raise their hand. Just do raise your hand. Raise your hand. Just do it's so. A, it's a steep climb back up. I, Mom and Dad took the mules down into the canyon, down into the Indian reservation that's down there. And, well, it's always easier going down than coming up. <laughs> oh, yeah, but right. they had so many weight restrictions and everything, and they had to make sure they brought all the they brought all the trash back up the canyon and everything else. They don't leave anything down there. Right. You ever been to Moab, Utah? Anybody been out that way? I have. I can't, I can't a, say that I have. Oh, well, there's a there's a place out there called uh, <clears throat> oh, what's it called? It's a, it's a guy. He inherited back, I don't know when it was, in the early 1900s, he inherited his mountain somehow from his family. So he carved a house out of the mountain. And it started out with one, two rooms. Well, now that the first room is now a gift shop. But anyway, he carved all this stuff out of the mountain, and he lived in the mountain, and he had the, the regular door on the front. But he ground down the floors, and they were smooth as glass. And he had made some kind of paint to cover these rocks, the rock floor. He developed himself. And the even the major paint companies have tried to duplicate it, and they can't. They've taken little chips off in the corners and tried to find out his formula because he it had a, a uh, fireplace in there where he actually chiseled up through the mountain to get a level where he could let the smoke out for his fireplace. Uh, there's a stairway that goes up like a garden on a ledge on the mountain where you can walk up and look out over the, the area. 
doing this garden. It's, it's really something to see. I mean, it's, and, and the whole, everything is carved out of the rock. In other words, his bed, but he had a mattress on you. Know, he put stuff on it to make it soft. But the bed was all stone. The bathtub, he carved it out. Uh, the toilet was all was all carved out of the stone. And the uh, kitchen sink and everything is carved out of the stone. It was quite a place to see. And it's called, the I want to say, the hole in the wall or something like that. Because I wanted to say House on the Rock, but the House on the Rock is in Wisconsin. That's a different thing. That's where, that's, that's where this guy built this house on top of a rock in Wisconsin. Very good. Like on a uh, well, Have a wonderful Thanksgiving. And All right, you too, Bill. And Jenny, everybody on here, don't eat too much. Oh, I don't. And, and I plan on don't eating forget, too much. <laughs> yeah, and don't forget to give Nug a bite, uh, Bill, because he's like, well, take your hand off if you don't. <laughs> All right. Thank you very much, Bill. <laughs> All right. All right, let's see. No hands. I thought Don. Yeah, had... Julie's, Julie's hand is up. Oh, I didn't see that. And we're going to ask her to unmute, and Julie can be up next. Our friend Julie. Hello. Hi there. How are you? We're hanging in there pretty good. Good morning, good. Julie. What's going on with you today? Well, um, we're going to have Thanksgiving tomorrow. Uh, Ralph's youngest son and his bride were going to come, but... Um, but uh, they couldn't find anybody. They've got some reptiles along with their dog, and they couldn't find anybody to take care of them. They were going to be with us from, we were going to get them, you know, tonight, and then they were going to be with us until Monday. And so they're having to stay home, but but uh, Leon's boss did give his workers turkeys for Thanksgiving, and, you know, they they've never fixed a turkey before. So I said, well, you know, you can look online. We'll try to send you some stuff, but um, you know about how to how you might want to do that. But Jessica's dad is a real good cook, so he might know how to how to tell her to do so, to do it too. But so I said, well, you know, at least you'll have a turkey. Um, they might go to Jessica's dad's too, so don't know what they're going to do, but they'll still have a turkey to fix at some point. <laughs> so um, so that's what's what's happening. Leon had said, well, I could come and Jessica would have to stay home with the animals. And I said, no, you're not leaving Jessica home by herself on a holiday. <laughs> what kind so, of reptiles do they have? Do you know? To you, Julie. Um, what? Why don't you let them bring the animals to you? Uh, no. Uh, <laughs> that would be, no. <laughs> do you know what kind of, I mean, I know you said they had a dog, but do you know what kind of reptiles they have? I'm just curious. Um, they have a lizard and they have some kind of something that's called some kind of a dragon and bearded dragon or something. And, and, um, what's the other one? Or are there two lizards in that thing? There's two. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I don't know what the other one's called. I think it's some kind of a dragon too, but anyway, that's what they've got. Are they uh, animals? What kind of, what is it? Are they big? I know lizards yeah. not, but the dragons, are they big? No, not really. Not super big. <sighs> I wonder if they feed them live crickets. Yes, they do. Yes. So you could, you could sit there and all of a sudden hear that. And then yep. you don't hear it anymore. And you so. hear, what you do hear is you can hear them munching on them. I, I, I knew someone who had one of those animals as a pet. Well, doesn't. Uh, you know who, Jeff? Don't they have snakes? Yes, uh, they have four snakes and two cats. 
and the each snake is in its own enclosure, or what? Or they call them tanks, I guess they call them. And uh, yeah, they feed them uh, frozen. Well, they feed them uh, mice, whatever it is. I don't yes, know. I don't. Yep. I don't. I don't want any part of that. Just keep them away from me, please. Yeah. Well, they feed them rats and mice. Um, I have a, a friend, and her roommate um, had snakes and stuff, and and a big uh, python or or some kind of a constrictor kind too. And oh, they, the python, you could feed the neighbor to it if you don't like well, your neighbor. You could, yeah. <laughs> but um, I don't know if they had good neighbors or not. But uh, <laughs> but uh, but yeah, they the they all the the reptiles they ate rats and mice, and so that now my, so they also my, raised the rats and mice to feed to them. My old teacher, not old teacher, but my former teacher. I better rephrase that. Um, when I was in fifth grade, he had garter snakes and we fed him goldfish. Yeah. And oh. it was weird because you could just watch it as that snake would swallow it whole and you could just kind of watch the goldfish and you could see the outline, you know, going down in through the snake and stuff. It was kind of weird. <laughs> Before we let you go, Julie, we were talking about what do you what what are you thankful for this at Thanksgiving time every year? Um, well, I, you know, I don't know if it's the same things always every year, but, you know, I'm just thankful for the life that I have and, and the life that may be to come and, and the people who are in it and, um, and that you're living that, good health. Yeah. And that sort of thing. Yeah. I'm thankful for Ralph and Bentley and <laughs> not so much the, Dragons, though the reptiles. <laughs> oh, well, I mean, you know, yeah, they're I mean, they're interesting, but but it just takes, you know, they 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 have to be so temperate and and stuff, and and you know, if the electricity go would go out, they'd get too hot, too cold, you know, that would be a problem. Uh, you know so. what's bugged me about pet? I mean, there's nothing wrong with being a pet owner and loving dogs, cats, whatever you like. But it seems to me a lot of people who have these animals, either A, they can't hardly, hardly afford to feed themselves and they spend all their money on these exotic pets or foods or whatever. They exactly. Want. Now, the crickets, I guess, really do not cost that much right. to feed them. But, um, but yeah, that that was kind of an impulsive thing they did and yeah they can't hardly manage to pay their own rent and do things and yeah and um you know yeah they're just a lot of stuff um so mm -hmm. <laughs> my opinion that does not uh i wouldn't take that opinion to the bank or hang anything on that hat that's just my opinion right they probably need to be taking care of the rent and these things first and then if you can afford said pets but yeah i could be wrong on that so you know that's just i guess i'm the old school well i you know i was too about that and i you know i just kind of thought, but you know now that they've got them they've got to try to get them, keep them taken care of so um, that's the deal. And if they can't afford to anymore, hopefully they will find good help for them. Um, well, that's all you but, can say, Julie. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Thank you, Julie. We've got uh, one hand raised from Don, and we'll get to him in just a second. Thank you very much, Julie. Certainly. Thank you. And, Julie, last week your comments were the most insightful of all. Thank you. So she did. She had the most insightful. She certainly did. She did. 
And Don, go ahead. You're unmuted. Go ahead, Don. Well, good morning, uh, everyone. Uh, um, I certainly want to wish everybody a happy Thanksgiving and uh, uh, many more in the future. Um, you were talking about uh, earlier about uh, early television there, I guess uh, Bill was anyways. Uh, we didn't really get television. Of course, Wyoming is the back, <laughs> the back water of the world, pretty much. Uh, that part of the country, Wyoming and uh, Idaho, I don't know about Montana so much, uh, but we didn't get that until probably around 1958 or 59. Uh, we didn't have a, a TV station that uh, would come in until about that time. So we didn't really get to watch all, you know, all those kinds of things until later. Uh, they didn't really have any special programming that I can remember uh, and uh, there's more, you know, Christmas-related programming that they have. Of course, they had football and all that kind of stuff. So I was too young to really appreciate it at the time. Uh, but it was, uh, I think, my grandparents uh, and I, on my dad's side, I think we got a TV about the same time out there on the farm. So uh, we uh, we started enjoying it at about that particular time. Uh, also, I wanted to say, uh, uh, Sandy, I just got uh, through talking with her. She wishes everybody uh, a good Thanksgiving as well. Um, and we're trying to get her acclimated with her new phone. So uh, we're having <laughs> issues with that and uh, some others at uh, this new place that she's staying. But uh, we're hanging in there. Uh, plan on uh, watching football games tomorrow. I don't know if the Broncos are playing or not, but if they are, we'll watch them. Yeah, if you've got a few minutes, we'll be on in the morning at 10 o'clock. I don't know what time that would be your time for a couple hours. So if anybody wants to call in or you and Sandy can call in or want to call in, we're going to be on for two hours just playing music and talking. Yeah, well, it sounds like that might be about 7 o'clock here. Yeah, we could probably uh, arrange that a little bit. I, I can. Uh, she, she should be able to talk a little bit, I hope. Uh, anyway, uh, um, my memories of Thanksgiving, uh, most of them are very good. I have a couple that were really horrendous. Uh, I had, uh, while well, I was here about, uh, 2015, uh, of course, you know, all of the staff are gone on their, you know, vacations and everything like that. When I got inundated with bedbugs mm -hmm. and I think also, uh, rug beetles and things like that. Mm -hmm. Uh, so here I am. I'm trying to deal with this situation and nobody to help. <laughs> Boy, it, it took me about a year to get rid of those things. Uh, and then there was uh, some other stuff before I came to the to live in the building here that happened to me. But I won't go into those. Uh, but I've also, like I say, had some good years as well. Uh, many, many good years with my relatives. And uh, uh, I had, uh, of course, Sunday we had uh, my birthday party. Uh, actually, it was... Uh, uh, my party and my uh, cousin Wayne. Uh, so we had a big birthday party at Black Angus and uh, took Sandy over there to meet the folks. And uh, They all certainly enjoyed her company and we, we had a great time. Uh, so uh, really beyond that, I not a whole lot I can say except, uh, like, uh, like I said earlier, have a happy Thanksgiving, everyone. What will you be doing for Thanksgiving dinner tomorrow, Don? <clears throat> well, I think... Uh, Sandy and I will probably be having uh, either we might be able to arrange some pizza someplace or some Subway. Uh, if I can, I'll get some Subway. If not, I'll get uh, try to get some pizza for her. 
and so I'll go over sometime during the afternoon and, and spend a few hours with her and uh, hopefully make it back before dark. Uh, but we're we're finally getting her phones together here. So uh, this new place that she's at. Uh, so she's uh, she's are they in cell there. phones or landlines? Uh, cell phones. We thought oh. about a landline, but the building was I guess originally rigged for commercial lines. And uh, although our uh, supervisor uh, said it'd be okay if they could go in and change that, uh, there was a possibility uh, she might move to another room. So I decided, well, maybe that might not be a good idea right now until we can get uh, you know, a good roommate for her. Uh, this lady that she's with now, she's 99 years old, can only speak Spanish. <laughs> <laughs> so and she's, she's a real heritage that... that uh, to ha- have as a roommate, so uh, hopefully we can get that changed in the next few months. So what cell so phones? Anyway, do you uh, get? we'll try and make it for tomorrow. Uh, try it again, Ed. Uh, what cell phones did you get? Uh, like iPhones or the Blind Show? Or well, this is a Jitterbug. It's a the simplest oh, okay. one that they make. It's a Lively, done by a company called Lively. She had had one before. This is before uh, uh, when she still had her house and so forth. Uh, she used to call me when she was coming into the Braille Institute, and uh, we used to be able to keep in contact with each other. Uh, but anyway, her brother was controlling that, and unfortunately, Sandy, she's, uh, she's spent too much money calling her friends, I guess, not just me, but uh, some other friends. So anyway, that was the end of that. Uh, the brother couldn't keep up with the payments on it. So so she should uh, have some knowledge about the kind, these kinds of phones. Uh, these are about the simplest they make, I think. Now, so Jeff, we'll, uh, when we get we'll done, I do out. got a question for you. Oh, uh, yes. Oh, no, I was just, after you get done, there's no rush. I just had a question for Jeffrey. After oh. talking about the phone, kind of remind me of a question I wanted to ask. Oh, go ahead, Ed, and thank you, Don. Thank you very much. Oh, you're very welcome. We'll thank see you. you tomorrow. Merry, okay. I was going to say Merry Christmas. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving, Don. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, oh, oh that's right. Okay, Happy Thanksgiving. <laughs> I thought there was a law that when you got these spam calls and if you answered, if you said, take me off your list or, um, you know, or whatever, that they had to do that, but they don't anymore. I, th- that never worked. There is a, a website you can put yourself on the do not call list with your cell phone number and your landline number, but that doesn't work anymore. They, um, they, they've gotten pretty sophisticated, Ed. My wife is pretty easygoing, but I, you know, was it yesterday? No, the day before yesterday. I bet you within an hour or two, she probably got like maybe 10 or 15, I I don't know how many, spam calls. And it was the same people, but they would call from different numbers. And it's called spoofing. Yeah. Oh, man. I mean, she was about ready to take her iPhone and throw it across the room. And I finally, since we had T-Mobile, I put that spam blocker on her phone and it seems to work better but she still gets them but i said you made the mistake of answering one just one call and i said that was the mistake you made you you know you answered it and talked to them so now they're gonna keep you know bugging you at least probably until after this new you know whenever the deadline is for the medicare plans and all that stuff Oh, they'll keep calling. They'll keep calling. I don't get the calls. I get you can't believe the amount of junk mail I get just from that alone, Bill. Uh, oh. And it, it it just fills up my mailbox. Yeah. Um, the one phone that Jenny's got, the Google Pixel, 
It stops them dead. It answers the phone automatically with AI or something in the background. And you never even know it. It'll just say, you're getting a background call. And it takes care of it. And it tells them to go take a hike. Yeah. Well, a lot of times when they hear it's like the Google Voice, you know, they'll just automatically hit the button and hang up too. And But you don't hear it. Nope, nope. So that that's a good that's a good thing. And what kind of phone do you have, Ed? I have the I have an Android phone. It's a Samsung. Oh, Samsung. Is it the Ultra or Yeah. You can you can actually use um on those you it's not the Google, but you can actually use the Bixby uh call answering thing and it does the same thing. Yeah. But the iPhone, the only thing she, you know, I was able to put on there because was uh, the T-Mobile thing. It's, you know, to prevent spam calls from coming in. Yeah. And it works pretty good. But it's not nearly as good as the, I mean, that's like when when we were talking about AI earlier, you know, the, you know, the apps like where they'll describe things. There's a lot of times now when Kathy will get something and she'll say, Ed, open up that app on your phone and use yours because she likes she likes it a lot better than uh, uh, whatever that thing is she has on her phone now. Yeah, that's true. And we got Julie hanging on for Yeah, content. Julie's here. I just want to know if anyone else wants to raise their hand, they're welcome to do so. But, Julie, we're going to get you in in just a second. It is 10, 12. I don't know. And mm-hmm. uh, go ahead, Julie. In a minute. Yes. Um- I am just inundated with spam calls and, you know, being a pastor, I was always used to answering the phone, but I've had to learn not to answer my phone when I hear a spam number. But sometimes I would get in the mood and um, this one time I, because it's easy to get angry about it. But uh, so this one time I said, you know, I really appreciate how you're looking out for our health and want to make sure that we're all doing everything we need to keep healthy and making sure that we have our health insurance. And I said, you know, you are just so persistent. You never give up. I said, it's just kind of like God who never gives up on us. And then, they were gone. And then one time I was talking, this spam caller called and he happened to mention that he, that it was his birthday, so I hang, saw, sang happy birthday to him, and he thought that was wonderful. And then I must have said something else that he hung up. <laughs> Julie, you do more than I would. I don't even give them the time of day. The minute I hear a beeping noise or I hear people in the background or or, or, or there's a pause, I just I don't even answer them. I just hang well, up the I'll phone. tell you, you know, I was in a position where. It was a job I could get. And, you know, I mean, it was, you know, it was like, you know, telemarketing. And I wasn't very successful. um, But the woman, you know, they were really nice about it. And they said, well, you know, you're just too nice. Because I understood when somebody said, you know, I'm on a fixed income that they couldn't, you know, that they couldn't afford to do this. But it so happened that they went around to different towns and kind of, showed their you know what they had and they went to this out to the sale barn in my hometown and they said well you know why don't you just kind of um you know try selling in your hometown you know in your hometown so i did that and that worked out a little bit for a while and then somebody started not getting their orders so i just quit doing it um but you know i it's a sometimes it's a job you can get and um 
you know, so I have, you know, I have to respect they've got to have a job and that's what they're doing in some, you know, in certain cases. Um, but so that, I guess that kind of gives me a little more tolerance for it in that I did it for a little while. Um, but no, I, I just can't answer those calls anymore. They just, they, it's just a full-time job. They come in. (laughs) I usually don't get aggravated with them except for one time there was a guy, I I think the same person called me four times wanting to save me money on my car insurance. And I finally got aggravated with him and said, you can't save me more money than I'm already saving on my car insurance because I don't have a car. And they hung up on me. Right. I, yeah. wish I, could, I wish I could get paid to be a pain in the butt. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it would be nice since I already am. I, it would be nice if I could get paid for it for sure. But but and And this one guy, I said, Oh, you know, he called, he called and he said, Oh, John, we, you, we talk almost every week. <laughs> I mean, I feel like I'm being robbed. I mean, I'm doing it for free. I'd like to get paid to be a pain in the butt. <laughs> <laughs> well, the automation. Well, and if you're trying to do something, you know, it, 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 they can interfere with your screen reader because they come in and, you know, are talking or, you know, and the phone's ringing and, um, I try to decline quickly if I can, but you know, if I'm typing something on my phone or trying to search for something, you know, they come in and sometimes it actually does interfere with your voiceover. Well, in that T-Mobile spam blocker, it's weird because <clears throat> yesterday Kathy got a call and after putting that spam blocker on, and then all of a sudden it started. It was almost like a visual voicemail. It started reading. You know, her voiceover started reading what the person was putting into her mailbox. And I said, what in the heck is going on with your phone? And then, you know, finally figured out it was almost kind of like visual voicemail or something. I don't know. But it was reading out exactly what the person was putting in into her, uh, you know, her voicemail. Ooh. Yeah, that was really weird. <laughs> I, said, yeah. what I said, what'd you do to your phone? She goes, I didn't do anything. But I mean, it was just, you know, it kept going and going and going and it's like, whoo. But all right, we're going to the break. Just possibly the world's greatest radio station. You're listening to the worldwide legend with a million dollars worth of hits from the Steve Nomer Hey Baby Studio. Adopt US Kids presents What to Expect When You're Expecting a Teenager Learning the Lingo. Today I'm going to help parents translate teen slang. Now, when a teen says something is on fleek, it's exactly like saying, that's rad. It simply means that something is awesome or cool. Another one is totes. It's exactly like saying, totally, just shorter. As in, I totes love going to the mall with Becca. Another word you might hear is jelly. Jelly is a shorter, better way to say jealous. As in, Chloe, I am like so jelly of your unicorn phone case. You don't have to speak teen to be a perfect parent. Thousands of teens in foster care will think you're, um, rad just the same. To learn more, visit AdoptUSKids.org. A public service announcement brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, AdoptUSKids, and the Ad Council. This is the story of a very special woman. In a matter of seconds, she turned herself into a great mathematician or an entrepreneur. Her knowledge was limitless and still is. She could also make monsters disappear, especially those that lurked in the shadows under the bed. 
Once, this woman put back together a teenage girl's broken heart, which had been shattered in a thousand pieces just by giving her a bear hug. She masqueraded as a regular person at work, but as a superhero at home. Everyone knows her as Gabriella. I still call her mom. Your hero needs you now, and AARP is here to help. Find the care guides you need to help, complete with tips and resources at aarp.org caregiving. A public service announcement brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. Adopt U.S. Kids presents What to Expect When You're Expecting. A teenager learning the lingo. Today I'm going to help parents translate teen slang. Now, when a teen says something is on fleek, it's exactly like saying, that's rad. It simply means that something is awesome or cool. Another one is totes. It's exactly like saying, totally, just shorter. As in, I totes love going to the mall with Becca. Another word you might hear is jelly. Jelly is a shorter, better way to say jealous. As in, Chloe, I am like so jelly of your unicorn phone case. You don't have to speak teen to be a perfect parent. Thousands of teens in foster care will think you're, um, rad just the same. To learn more, visit AdoptUSKids.org. A public service announcement brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Adopt U.S. Kids, and the Ad Council. This is the story of a very special woman. In a matter of seconds, she turned herself into a great mathematician or an entrepreneur. Her knowledge was limitless and still is. She could also make monsters disappear, especially those that lurked in the shadows under the bed. Once, this woman put back together a teenage girl's broken heart, which had been shattered in a thousand pieces. Just by giving her a bear hug, she masqueraded as a regular person at work, but as a superhero at home. Everyone knows her as Gabriella. I still call her mom. Your hero needs you now, and AARP is here to help. Find the care guides you need to help, complete with tips and resources at aarp.org caregiving. A public service announcement brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. All right, no more roadblocks. We're clear the rest of the way, with the exception of Chris's recipe coming up, and she's going to talk about leftovers and what to do. So we're going to be here. Eat them. <laughs> so, you got a point there, Ed. <laughs> So we're clear the rest of the way. Do we have anybody else, Jeff? We have Bill out in Chicagoland again. Okay. Go ahead, Bill. Yeah, real quick. You guys are talking about spam calls. Uh, I get them all the time, too. But I literally put a business out of business in Chicago several years ago because there used to be a carpet company here called Bushell Carpet Cleaners. And their and their advertisement, they'd do the ad, and they would say, Call Hudson three two seven hundred. That was her phone number. Well, people get mixed up, and they would dial the H U D S O N three, and then they would dial the two two hundred or seven two hundred, and it would ring my phone because if you look at the phone, my number is that first part. Well, I used to get these calls all the time. So finally, and they put out a, they even put my number in the phone book. They put Hudson three two seven hundred, and then they put my number underneath of it. So I got sick of this calling. So I started taking booking appointments for carpet cleaning and carpet jobs. And they finally figured out what was going on. And the manager called me one day 
and said, would you stop taking, I said, will you take the phone number out of the book and change your number because you got my, you, they used my phone number. And I said, I'll keep doing it. Well, they kept it up for about another year, and finally they just closed their doors. But I must, I'm, between Claudette and I, we probably booked 20 carpet cleaning jobs a day for them to and, come. And, of course, they never show up because I'd take the address. The company never got the address. But, but that's, that was one way I got rid of the spam, some of the spam calls. Would just give them phony addresses or something. Or, like you say, don't talk to them either. But, I mean, that, that's the best way. Well, spam is always tough to get rid of, and all the laws and the regulations they try to put uh, put up on the books to try to get rid of it just don't seem to help because they always find other ways to scam you and other ways to spam you. Oh, yeah, you, well, so. nowadays, nowadays, well, I had one uh, yesterday. I had three calls from the same outfit, but my caller ID said something different every time. In fact, yeah. one time, in one time, it even gave my sister's name on the <laughs> caller ID. And it wasn't even from her. You know, I answered it, and it was it was because they they spoof all kinds of numbers. You know, they'll just they'll they'll put all kinds of numbers out there to call, or they'll come across say a wireless call. Well, a lot of times wireless calls won't come across your ID; it's just a wireless phone. So you figure if you got a lot of friends that are using cell phones, well, you say, well, I'll answer it. And ninety ninety percent of the time, it's one of those guys. So. That's why I told Kathy. I said that. Because um, she's seriously considering just getting rid of the home phone and using her cell phone. And I said, well, with that spam blocker on there, you know, just to be safe, you might, whatever contact you have, you know, even if you don't have them in as a contact, that she should probably put them in her phone as a contact so it'll come up their name or whatever instead of just right, a phone right, number. Because, right. mm-hmm, right. man, I mean, okay. I, she, she really did. She got upset. i never seen her get that upset. She goes, I'm probably throw this stupid phone number. <laughs> <laughs> I don't get, I don't get, I maybe get one spam call a month on my cell phone. Well, she, I get them all yeah. on my landline. It's right? funny. Yeah. I don't get any, and I'm wondering if, I, I think the reason I'm not getting them is I have service with Spectrum, which uses really Verizon, on my home phone right. and my cell phone, and I really believe that they're pre-screening these calls before I ever see them because I do not get the spam calls like I used to. It's very rare that right. I get them, and I think that's why that's why I'm not getting them. I'm not sure, but that's just uh, you know what I can say here. I, I just don't know. But um, well, or else, or else your exchange they went through it already, and they're because you know how they do those things. They just use robocalls. You know, it's like they just, they just like for example, my number starts with I'm not afraid to say four eight three. Okay, well what they'll do, they'll start out when they do those calls. They'll just do okay. We're going to take the four eight three exchange this time in this area code. And then they'll just do four eight three zero 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 one, and that phone automated phone call dialer just dials one, and it, nobody if it goes a busy signal or no number goes rings and it rings two, then three, then four, then five, and as soon as it hits a number, it rings through and it rings through your house. That's how those work. They don't sit there and dial those numbers. That's all. No, and then, like and then when there's an answer, there there's a computer screen and they know that the, they can take the call. That's how it works. Oh, yeah, that's right. why. That's, that's I mean. why so, there's the. That's right. why there's the pause whenever you get a spam call and then you hear this boop like that noise and then that right. the person comes on the line right, because right. that's because you, know, you, you stop me figure if you start out with four eight if you start out with four eight zero by the time you get through the nine hundred ninety nine numbers. Then you get the four eight one and the four eight two. It may take a while for them to get around to you, but they that goes all over the. You know, they just whatever number comes up under that number, it just goes into it. 
Well, that's how they work. That yeah. we know we we know that the spam is it's going to be there forever, Bill. So it's not going to go away. Oh, yeah, it's so. going to be there forever. No, 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 because I because back when they did that sign up for dope to uh, take your number out of the system so they won't be calling you. I did that when it first came out. That never worked even the first day I put it in. So you you still got them. So. Yeah. Anyone else want to be a part of the meeting? They're welcome to do so. Raise your hands, and we'll get to you as well. And uh, thank you, Bill. Thank you very much. And it's, it, it is interesting to see that uh, the technology is there to keep doing this stuff, and we'll keep we'll keep fighting it. Well, uh, well that's even like with those RFID, because I bought one of those RFID wallets where they can't walk by and scan your you know, pocket to get your card number, and they'll eventually come up with something that will bypass the you know RFID stuff. But. I have one of those wallets, and I I don't know that I've ever been scammed that way. Uh, and uh, I, I was one time. I um, and I don't know where it happened, but I kept getting notices that I was uh, making a purchase at Starbucks, and whoever scanned my wallet must have you know my card must have loved Starbucks because that's where they all came from. And the you know I called the bank and I said you know um, I was talking about the you know, stuff from Starbucks. And they said, well, are you sure that's not yours? I said, look, I said, I am, you know, I'm not going to pay five bucks for a cup of coffee. I said, I don't even go to Starbucks. So, you know, they were able to stop it. But then when I went and, you know, I got one of those RFID wallets and I was at Walmart one day and this person, I was standing in line and they kept walking behind me and they'd walk and then they'd go on and they'd come back and, you know, and I said, excuse me. And he said, yes. I said, if you're trying to scan my uh, card with your little device there or whatever, I said, I have an RFID wallet. So I said, you might want to just move on down the line. And he kind of gave me one of those looks and went on. But I thought, you know, I, it's like people are just, I don't know. There's something. The other thing is you might consider is people, companies like the Verizons or the T-Mobiles of the world or AT&T sell or these other companies sell your phone number to these lists. These places get the list of these phone numbers. I think. Can you hear me, Jeff? Yeah, I hear you. I agree. I agree. Um by the way, there's another piece of news that that the Biden administration is uh, is putting through, and hopefully it'll be considered by the FCC, and they'll take some action on it. and And it's called uh, it's 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 all these companies, cable companies that that when you sign up for cable, they don't tell you all the fees involved and how much it's going to cost you. Um, and they want to eliminate the hidden fees, and they also want to eliminate fees for canceling cable. Now, I don't Spectrum doesn't have a fee to cancel your cable, but there are cable companies and phone companies that do, so they want to eliminate that whole process of when you cancel, oh, but you signed the contract, and you got to pay a $400 or $500 to uh, to give up the service, and so that, that's going to be the next piece of uh, legislation going through, uh, or, or that's going to be the next regulation coming from the FCC. Uh, we'll see how long it takes for them to consider it. Right. Well, it it's important to know because I mean they either sell your stuff or they penalize you or you go and say I want to pay off my phone and they'll say that's good but you're going to pay xxx dollars more to pay off your phone early now most companies have gotten wise and don't do that anymore but they used to or they- I know with Comcast I changed my service one time for TV, I thought it was just for TV, but 
it ended up canceling my last call return service oh. on my phone. Same problem. And and then when I wanted to, I said, well, I don't want the TV features back, but I do want that back. And they said, well, it's going to cost you $10 a month extra. And I thought, that's ridiculous. Bundle deal probably, right? Bundles? Yeah. Yeah. Can you get call return back? I miss that worse than anything. That Star sixty nine. Yeah, yep. Spectrum don't even have that anymore. I don't. No, think we have, we haven't had that. We've never had that with my Spectrum phone service. I had it when I had Verizon, but I and I, and it, and every time I would use it when I had the landline phone, it would cost me extra money. Uh, do you have a tin? No, I don't because of that. I, I that happened down in Florida. I love that Star six nine where you can tell who called you because. If they'd make it accessible, you could maybe use landline to find out who last called you. The other thing was yeah. star six six, which was the busy fix of that. If you called, let's say I called your phone number and it was busy, and I dialed star six six, it would it, whenever your phone would be would would would, you, would 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 was not being in use, so it would automatically dial your phone number and then ring my phone number to let me know that it's done that, and I could answer the phone and it would, and. You, your phone would ring, and uh, I wouldn't have to worry about waiting, waiting, and waiting for you to get back to me. Who's calling? Because the side of the just read and read the screen, and they'll say Jeff's calling, and he'll say, "I don't want to talk to Jeff." That's right. That's right. You know what well, I mean? what I did was, um, you know, like with Kathy's home phone, I showed her how she could, you know, because I mean, it will announce like when somebody calls, but if she heard that it was a like a wireless caller, because some of them say, what, just say wireless caller, and, but they wouldn't leave a voicemail, and she goes, well, I know I want to call them back, so I showed her how, like, on the phone, if you push down on the, you know, air, up and down arrow, if you push down once, it'll go to phone book, and if you push down again, it'll go to missed calls, and then if you push down again, It'll go to the last number that came in, then she'll just hit the button and, you know, dial it back or whatever. Now, one thing, the the uh, Panasonic phones, you can, actually, yeah, you can actually read the screen quite nicely with seeing AI. Oh, there you go, Tim. Good guy, Tim. That's a, I never thought of that idea. That's a great idea to where you could find out who was calling you now do you have to turn the phone on no i and i don't know i'll check right now and see because i'm pretty sure it holds the one the last call on your caller id let me check i know on the one that we got whenever the call comes it uh it doesn't it'll just say missed call and that's why i showed her how to now i don't know how old her phone is she's had it for a while so I keep telling her that if she wants to keep the home phone, she probably needs to get a new phone for the home because uh, three-fourths of them don't even ring in anymore. There's only one that actually rings in now. Yep. It, it does say missed Whoops. Uh, it was saying missed call, so I, I think you're right, Ed. So you do have to have it on, maybe? Yeah, let's see what happens when I turn it on. All right. Well, maybe Jeff will Okay. What's that dog doing? <laughs> I thought I heard someone barking in the background. It wasn't me. Hmm. I'm not sure. Uh, 
Whoops, sorry about that. Anyway, uh, <laughs> that is that your Panasonic cordless phone? Yeah. Where'd you get that voice for it? I never heard that one. Well, that's his no, talking no, AI. No, that's my uh, my <laughs> iPhone. Oh, that's your iPhone. Okay, I'm reading, sorry. Reading the screen with oh, seeing that's, AI. That's actually pretty good, Tim, really, when you think about it. Yes, phone number on there. <laughs> in May, if uh, it's in the recent... It, it might from recent calls if I go back a little way. <laughs> well, I could, just, I could just tell everybody what it is. No, that's so. okay, Ed. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. <laughs> And I, 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 for some reason, my cell phone, if I say call Tim Awnie or on, it doesn't, doesn't like it. So I had to give Tim a, a new last name. So I called him Tim Legend. Now I found a way around that sort of, and that's when I do my, uh, when I enter my contacts, I use dictation and then it'll, it'll answer or do it the whatever way you said it. It might not spell it right in your contacts list, but <laughs> <laughs> but it yeah, that's the that thing. Way. You got to ask for it the way it pronounces it. Right. Yep. So it makes it nice, though, but I never thought about using CNAI for that because now I use it on some of those bottles. It'll read. It's not perfect, but it reads pretty good well enough that you could, if now I will say CVS, bless her, they marked everything. I they were all marked uh in florida zero were marked same same cbs chain but these were all marked but that makes a difference but that that does make a difference by the time you have to go to the cvs app and click on um the pharmacy dashboard and then you got to click on the well, uh, you can won't you get the little reader then you wouldn't have to do all that you can just set the bottle on the reader I that's made, true Bite them down in Florida. Say, I want the reader. And thinking, they may not have it there. <laughs> well, no, they can order it. Every every CVS. If you look at their website, you know, Jennifer, they, they can. Yeah. But, but I know they won't even label their prescriptions, so I doubt they'd ever order the reader for him. <laughs> they don't have rules. There's there's the CVS rules, and then there's their, there's their own rules. Yes, I mean, what would happen if if they gave me the wrong medication and I didn't know it? And the, like, for example, if they gave me, let's say they, I would look for my blood pressure medication, but they gave me thyroid medication for that by mistake. I mean, I would never know. I mean, that that's that that could be a real issue. Believe me, I I knew a person that passed away because of that happening. Right. And I went to get my lab test and the lab test said my thyroid had fled and they said, you know, and they said, we need to retest these because we're not sure. And said, we're closing the lab anyway. So I went and they were all changed. So you can get a wrong diagnosis from the lab and you wouldn't know it. And I I have to give this doctor's office here credit that we went to. They they'll leave you a message and they they'll call you back to make sure that you understand what you're supposed to do. Yeah, most of them really don't care. They'll just put it there and that's it. They they call you back and make sure. I I do like the my chart app because when I got my lab tests done, um, they were that night. I, I was waiting for them and I'm sorry. The next morning, I'm no that night. I'm sorry. I got my lab results back. Pretty quickly, because uh, it was after, in the afternoon when I did the original laps, and th- they were pretty good. And they, yeah, I like the my chart and, and what they're doing now. Go ahead. Okay, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to. Oh no, I, no. Go ahead. Um, not only that, they make it even clearer. So they say this is the value for your uh, for your A1C, and and what they say is something like um, 
uh, this is what the trends are. Your this is what your what normal should be, and this is where you are. And they they made it they made it very easy to understand understand what your tests are. So so that's that they they've actually improved. They, they certainly have actually improved it. So that's what I like about this, uh, the MyTride app. Go ahead. Go ahead. Well, and, and you get your results back a lot quicker that way, too, instead of waiting on a call. Because I know when um, I was getting ready to get an eye operation, and before I did that, I had to go get a COVID test, you know, where they stick that thing up into your brain, <laughs> through your nose. And, um, and they said, well, once you get the result back, then you have to basically stay you know, this is when COVID was really, you know, going strong. Um, and so I got my result back and then I, you know, I don't know. It just made it a lot easier checking that. They just said, keep checking my chart and it'll come back. And it did. So what, I like the, it. What I like is uh, it gave me my results and it said, how you, here are your lab results. results. Your, your uh, physician's assistant hasn't had a chance to look at them. But the next morning. I got a message on my phone and, and, and Laura, my physician's assistant said, all your texts are normal and there are no problems, which is very nice. I like that. I would have asked for them to do it again. Cause you're far from normal. Like the well, rest that's, of us. that's beside the point. Ed. I know that <laughs> we, we get that. Ed. we do. We definitely get that. Yeah. We're all, if any of us were normal, we, we'd be boring. That's true. Hey, we got two, two, five hanging out. Did you well, that's want- iPod touches Pierre? If you'd like to unmute yourself Pierre. hold on a second. There we go. I know you didn't. I didn't. I didn't. I know you didn't raise your hand, but I, we, I'll ask you to mute anyway. Say and, when he comes in and see what you want to say. And maybe he doesn't. I guess he doesn't. Um, I, mute. I know the mute button is on the bottom of your of the phone. I've already played with that on the iPhone. If you're using an iPhone, it's on the bottom. Uh, I never. I but, never saw this one before. One says iPod Touch. It, that's that. That's his. Uh, that's what type of. Uh, that's what he's using for his, as an iPhone. He's using his iPod Touch. Okay. has got his tongue. Uh, well, he's still muted too. Yeah, he is. Well, if he wants to come, he knows. All him. right, you know you can have unmute. Um, um, yeah, yeah, I mean, I mean, the iPod. They don't even make those anymore. I know. <laughs> uh, Jenny started out with an iPod Touch. She didn't think I went right to the iPhone, and she went. She didn't think I could do the iPhone, and she went to the Touch, and I went to the. Good morning. Good okay, morning. here she's unmuted now. No, I'm, hold on, I think. Hold on. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead, yeah, Pierre. If Go you ahead. hit the guy, if you hit the guided button, it works better. Oh yeah. Oh, very good. So, what's going on with you, Mister iPod <laughs> Touch? Otherwise known as Pierre. Not much going on. Not much at all. Just want to wish everybody happy Thanksgiving. And uh, y'all were talking about uh, uh, Santa's and all that. Our preacher in Arkansas had a Santa Claus suit. So they had a, a big sign at the bank that would tell the temperature. Well, he told them at the bank, when it reaches 101, call me. So they called him, and he put his Santa Claus suit and went and stood in front of the sign uh, with 101 degrees, and that was his Christmas card. <laughs> so but, uh, you, know, you know, we hardly get any spam calls. I, I, I might, We might get one. Bam, call a day, maybe. I bet if yesterday, if I didn't get one, I had 10. Really? <laughs> but on the Android phone, it blocks everything out. Well, if if I'm in the mood, I like to fool with them. But if, if I'm not in the mood, I just hang up. But yeah, Sometimes I do like to mess with them a little bit. I yeah, they like- are fun to mess with. I, I had someone that kept calling me to subscribe to the Toledo Blade. 
And I kept saying, no, I'm not interested. You know, I'm visually impaired. I can't read the paper, yada, yada. And they still kept calling. So finally, when they called, they you know tried to sell me that again. I said, look, I'm illiterate. I can't read. Oh, we're terribly sorry, sir. We'll make sure we remove you. And I have never received another call from them. So I always tell them, I always tell them I'm Ill- illegitimate. I can't read and write. There you go. That, that gets them good. Well, Pierre, what are you doing for Thanksgiving? We we're gonna have a bunch of people here. Like get, you, are, you're gonna get them in, get them in, get them out, so I can watch football. That's the best way. Morning <laughs> <laughs> for a few minutes. But uh, one time, Ed, uh, one of those guys called about my computer, and I was sitting on the back porch, and I just told him, I said. Uh, he said, you, you know, I said, oh, no problem with my computer. What do I do? And I'm sitting on the back porch, and he uh, he's telling me to do this and do that. And uh, and I I kept him on there probably 30 minutes. And then I said, hey, guess what? I don't even have a computer. And huh. <laughs> But I figured the longer I kept him on there, that was probably two or three people he didn't call. I don't know why you guys just do that. I just hang up on them. I don't even give them the time of day, and you guys keep putting up with this. I mean, I, 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 you complain about it, but but just don't answer it. Don't answer it, or uh, don't don't I like talk. To answer it if I, I like to answer it if I want to fool with them. Yeah, but there's no point in doing that kind of crap. I mean, just ignore <laughs> it. I mean, I, I don't get it. It's I mean, it's fun. Just... It's fun. You ought to let Bella talk to him. Yeah, make about as much sense. Yeah. So you might want to join us in the morning for a few minutes, Pierre. That'd be what nine to nine to eleven my time, or ten to twelve my time. No, nine to eleven your time. You're an hour behind us. Oh time. yeah, right. So you might want to join us, have a cup of coffee. Yeah, I probably will. Uh, and you can we can trade insults a few times and yeah, oh yeah, that's cool. It's fun. By the way, right after the show, I fixed your gospel song so it's ready to go next week. Oh, okay. I got it fixed at 10.01. <laughs> yeah, sometimes some of them are hard to find. Well, it wasn't hard to find. Sometimes they just, they just wouldn't play, huh? Right. It's not, it had nothing to do with the computer. It just wasn't going to let you play. So that happens. That happens. All right, uh, thank you, Pierre. Hey, any more callers? Yeah, we got Julie back again. All right, Julie's like the cat that keeps coming back. All right, Julie, try and unmute yourself here. Yes. Uh, one time, I said, "Hello, meat byproduct. How many cases are you going to send me of spam?" Oh but- boy. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe since uh, maybe we can give Tim a good idea here. Tim, you know, since you're a uh, We've been talking about spam. Maybe you should pay, play that song from uh, the Monty Python spy, uh, Flying Circus and spam, 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 spam. You know the one I'm talking about. Oh, we could during the comedy section, mate. <laughs> I, 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 I mean, I was thinking about that because that's all we've been talking about here. So, uh, and there's going to be a sh- there's going to be a, a Broadway show in New York on the Monty Python Flying Circus, and the uh, and the, I know they use that spam theme in the commercial. I've heard that down, downstate. So. Every time I think of Monty Python, I think of my brother. He used to always, every night when it was on, he'd watch that Benny Hill show. Oh, yeah. I always think when I think of Monty Python, I always think of the one Dr. Demento used to play about the argument clinic. 
oh yes, I, I, I'm sorry. You'll have to put more money in. But but <laughs> I'm sorry, I can't argue right now. Yes, I like that one too, Jennifer. Now, now Jeff, maybe you could answer this because um, I had asked him to play it, and I think he played the wrong version. But there's that one song where that guy would, you know, he made his voice sound really weird, and it goes. Hey, babe, I want a boogie, 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 boogie with me. Yeah, you know, I don't that, know. I, I've heard that song, and it was a radio announcer in Syracuse, New York, used to use <laughs> that, that as a theme, and I don't know who does it. I just can't John tell you who does Hartford. it. Who does it? John Hartford. Yeah, ba- that's the one. <laughs> I love that song. I remember the first time I heard that. Thank I you, Julie. so hard. <laughs> I like that song, too. But I. I but there's but actually it, a singing version of it. Um uh, Tim, I think maybe it was you that played it. I remember I requested it from somebody. I thought it was my. It was Tim, but there's actually a different version where they actually sing it, and it's like, no, 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 no. Got to hear the, you know, that other guy. That was hilarious. Maybe you should play uh, uh, the other one. There's so many. There's so many things that you could think of with Doctor Demento and all these demented songs. Like I like Junk Food Junkie by Larry Grochi. I think his name is and. Yeah. Uh, Poisoning pigeons in the park. <laughs> well, that's okay. I like because Tim and I both like Tom Lear a lot. He's still alive, by the way. And his uh, I he was on a, he was on a TV PBS special a while ago. Wow. And how many uh, answer songs are they going to come up with? They're coming to take me away. Ha ha! I think they got at least two or three of them so far that I know of. I've never heard any answer songs for that. And I, well, not answer songs like sequels or whatever. Like one was they're coming to take me away. And then there's another one they're coming to take me a, a, away again. And then I think there might be one other one. Oh, that might be. I don't, I don't think that it's politically correct to play that these days anymore. And I know that that, that gets people upset, but uh, you don't see too many radio stations playing it like they used to. No. Um, by the way, if anyone who remembers that song, he came out with an album and all the songs on that album when, it, when, he, when that song came out were related to that puppy, uh, that, that whole concept of, of, of that. I wish, I wish I could find that album, but you can't find it anywhere. I mean, from Napoleon? Yes. He you, was can get that on, you can get that on Spotify. Yes, you can get the one song, but not the album. No, I got the album. I oh, you think. The album. I'm almost positive. I'll have to look. Okay. Well, I know we got um I'm we looking at the, the time here. We got a recipe coming up from Chris oh. about what we're gonna do with leftovers, which uh, I'll take all the leftovers. Never mind. Go ahead, Bob Phil. You've already tanked <laughs> the list. <laughs> You've already right. tanked it with your spam talk and your You're right. I've never seen anybody lose twenty listeners so fast. But that's the way it goes. You know what I mean? But what is not going to go is Chris's recipe and or she's gonna talk about let's see, turkey pot pie. I don't know about that, but uh, whatever. But at least she's going to do it, and she gave a lot of thought to it, so let's let her do it, and we'll come back and wrap it up. This is a recipe for turkey pot pie from leftover turkey, which uh, might be handy to have around after Thanksgiving. You're going to need some extra virgin olive oil. It doesn't really matter how much because you're going to brown some stuff in it so just have some of that on hand or some regular oil is fine too one cup of assorted chopped vegetables uh they can be left over or you can just you know grab some from some other refrigerator two cups of turkey cut fine one cup of gravy one cup of turkey or chicken stock one and a half to two cups of stuffing and you're
you're gonna preheat your oven to 350 degrees, pour gravy and stock into a saucepan over medium high heat and heat till it comes to a boil, just, just till it starts to bubble. And you're going to put just a tiny bit of oil in there in, a, in another skillet and saute your vegetables just until they're soft. That only takes about three to five minutes, so it's not gonna take much oil. Turn off your heat and add your turkey and add the gravy mixture that you just heated and the vegetables. Stir to coat. Uh, you're gonna pour the filling into a casserole dish and top with your stuffing and bake for 20 to 25 minutes or until the stuffing is golden brown and the mixture is bubbly. And if I didn't say, you're gonna bake that at 350. And that's how you make the turkey pot pie leftovers. Well, there we go. I think it's time we can all wrap around the panel real quick and let everybody do their personal wishes to everybody. We'll start with you, Jenny. Well, happy Thanksgiving, everyone. Hope everyone has a too much turkey and a good day. It sounds good to me, Jeff. I also want to echo Jenny's thoughts as well. Happy Thanksgiving to everyone. And even those people who live in other countries where they don't celebrate Thanksgiving, we also want to wish you guys a happy Thanksgiving as well. Ed? Yeah, I just want to wish everybody a happy Thanksgiving and just keep eating and eating until you don't want to eat no more and then just relax and spend time with the family and friends and watch a little, you know, football or movies or whatever you want to do. And Tim, if you're here? <clears throat> well, happy Thanksgiving to everyone and I'll be on after this, but, uh, and so I can do this again, but, uh, and a reminder that Alice's Restaurant at 12.30 Eastern Time on my show. And I will not be on The Legend tomorrow. I'm taking Thanksgiving Day off with pay. With pay. With pay. I love it. Yeah. And by the way, you guys, if you have that album with Alice's Restaurant, there's so much good material on that album that doesn't get played. So if you have the album, play it as well. All right. Jeff, I did find on Spotify, there's an album by Napoleon V that came out in 66, and it's called They're Coming to Take Me Away, Haha, and it has uh, 14 songs on it. Well, before you guys let it get totally off track. <laughs> We've certainly gone all over the place today. Yeah. Listeners, thank you very much. But anyway, everyone have a great holiday. and. We really appreciate you and enjoy yourself. I'll be on tomorrow morning, 10 o'clock, for the people who just want to hang out. Uh, it's nothing formal. We're just going to be laid back, and you can make your request, and we'll do that. And, Jeff, you even have a nice holiday. And, Ed, thank you for everything. Tim, thank you. Jennifer. Now, now Tim, uh, uh, Tim, sorry. Uh, Bill, you're not going to be on Zoom, right? I mean, it's going to be calling in. No, we'll be on Zoom, too. Okay, so I can come in on Zoom if I want to. Zoom if you want to. Okay. All right, I'm on my way to Micro Center, so you guys have a good one. Bye-bye. Bye.